Welcome to David Speaks, a channel for helping you grow and learn and become stronger as a person. A channel for helping you become silent and calm and intelligent and be a better human. What's up, everyone? Um, today, what we're going to do is we're going to explore an interesting question. Because it's something that I've been wondering about for a, about a week or so. Um, maybe a little bit longer. Um, and sometimes before that as well. But really within the last, might be like a couple of weeks. And... Um, it's really interesting to me because it really does confirm a bunch of, of biases and, and, uh, problems within its, its flawed, uh, logic. And I'm going to try and explain what I'm talking about really in depth in this episode. It's probably not going to be the longest episode I've ever done, but it's going to be interesting questions. Um, particularly one interesting question, and that question is, do we actually exist at all? Now, I can almost guarantee you I know what your first answer is going to be, and your first answer is going to be yes. We exist. We exist right now. What are you talking about, David? I'm right here. So, there's a couple of problems with with saying this. One of them is that you're confusing the mind for to be you, if you exist, for instance. The second thing is you're you're using what is called the availability heuristic, which basically is so. Think of it this way, right? Um, so, say you didn't know any better about something, and so somebody would, to give you like a polarized uh, term like, or polarized sentence like this, so you're either, you either like chocolate cake or you like, um, you know, some other kind of cake, and you didn't know there's any other kinds of cake out there, you would believe this person and that would be the end of it. And you wouldn't think about it. And then maybe later maybe later you'd realize, wait, there's other kinds of cake. Um, but because you didn't know that, you know, you just had what was available. I think that's basically what it is. And I mean there's other biases there as well, but um, you know, there's begging the question and, and that's really one of the biggest ones when it comes to this. Um so It's really interesting to me, this this question, the responses that your mind is going to give you, the responses that people are going to give you right here when you ask this question. Do you actually exist? 
they're, they're going to be looking at you like, oh, yes, I exist. You're fucking dumb. Don't you know I'm right here? I'm speaking to you right now. Or they're going to be, you know, they're, they're going to get angry or, or both. Or they're going to try and deny what, what I'm going to be telling you next in, in the, the next couple of minutes or whatever. So there's a bunch of flawed um, mecha- mechanisms that, that try and show this to you. One of them is what's called begging the question. That's probably the most common version the most common part of this, and what it is is, say, say you ask the question. One one of the problems that religious people come across when when debating uh, atheists is that, um, you know, the the atheists will be asking them questions, and their answers are going to be because of God. But if you ask them, where does that come from? And they come from by from from the Bible, and where does that come from? They say, they say it comes from God. They can't give you another source. And that's what basically begging the question is. That's kind of like a circular logic argument. And it leads nowhere. You're just basically going back to the same place for the same question. And it's not really getting anything done. It's not really actually you know, trying to find God or anything like that. Um... And so, what I think is happening here, because I don't necessarily know if if we exist or if we don't exist, but what I know for a fact is happening is um, we confuse experience for our sense of self. And I did this in first. I did this in an episode, but it, you know. It's still better than you, you might get in other places, but it's still not necessarily accurate to say that this is com- completely correct. So, um, I tried, I, I ignored this question and kind of like you know, purposely ignored this question for you know about about a about a half a year, you know, because it was you know too uncomfortable to ask the question, "Do I actually exist?" Because in reality, what I had, what I really had to find out, was that I don't actually know if this this person exists. We don't know if it, we exist. What we think we know is experience, and we think this experience is us existing. So, if you were to point out yourself right now, besides pointing at your body, where where, where would you look? Am I here right now? Where where would you go if I asked that question? There's a sense of of being here, but is does that mean there's actually a person there? And what your mind is going to do, if you ask the question, do I exist? And it's going to say yes, and you're going to ask why. Why do I exist? Or not why do I exist, but then if that's true, then um, 
how do I exist? Or, or not, you know, not, not necessarily in like a purpose-driven way. Like, I exist because I have to do this. But like, if I exist, what is saying that I exist? It's the same thing as myself. And so, what you're going to notice if you ask this question, do I exist? If you keep asking it, it's going to say the same thing, and then you ask, so, where does that come from? Where, where does, so, for instance, if you say, do I exist, and your mind says yes, and then you, 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 then you ask the question, so where does, where does that knowledge come from? And the mind will say, you know, it comes from, it might give you a very vague answer at first. Like, it comes from me. But then you have to ask, be more specific. Where does this uh, knowledge, supposed knowledge, come from? And then it will say, experience. I experience myself as existing. And then I ask, well, where does that come from? Where does that idea come from? That knowledge, and it says, you know, experience. It'll, it'll, it's a circular game. There's no answer there, besides the same answer like experience, myself, awareness. There's no like, you know, you can try and look at your for yourself by looking outward, like. But I exist because I do things and and stuff like that. And my answer is, no, the body does things. The mind does things. Does that mean that I exist? Does that mean that the mind is, is me? Or even more, more directly and more honestly, does that mean that I even exist? Because there is a, a, a feeling of sorts, sort of sensation. A sense of self that, you know, many of us kind of can feel within ourselves. And what I've noticed is that this sense of self is kind of like in the skull somewhere. It's usually kind of more in the head. And it's a feeling of at least a, a pretense of knowing it. And it's not really a thought. It's not really a word, but it is a sensation of a sense of being here, a sense of self. So you ask that, is this actually real? Do I actually exist? And the answer, you know, the mind is going to ask, the, ask, the mind is going to say yes, or it's going to say yes. And then you're going to ask, well, what, where does that idea come from? It might say others, but try and pin it down. Then, then you ask, well, where does that come from experientially? And then it'll point to this, and then you say, well, where does that come from uh, experientially? Like, where where does this, this idea that this feeling of a sense of self is actually a sense of self and not something else? And the mind has no answer for this. The mind is going to say, but it, but it is a sense of self, and it's going to keep circling back to this because it, this is the only thing it has I mean it has identity but ultimately if you if you remove that and you get rid of that because that's not your sense of self like you're not your thoughts you're not your beliefs 
because thoughts and beliefs they they die over time and if you're not these things and if you're not what you do because you're not um, you know what you do changes and, and stuff like this then what are you at, at the most fundamental level if you actually exist and the question the answer is you aren't what if you aren't at all and what if this this experience of being a self this experience this sense of self that we that we feel in our heads is not what it seems to be in other words, what if we're confusing experience for a sense of self? So, this question is going to be very uncomfortable for you because it goes against everything that you, you believe in. I'm, I'm using you in a, in a very, like, uh, that's the word I'm looking for here. I'm using you, the word you, or yourself, in the way that you use it. It doesn't mean that you, what you, you or yourself is real. It doesn't mean that I think you or yourself is real. What if, what if it isn't real? And what if? This you or yourself, this existence of you, is what causes suffering. Um, I, I came to this insight, you know, about, you know, I don't know, like four or five months ago, that he, this I that ex, that exists um, is is the only thing that suffers. Um, in a sense, like without the I, you wouldn't suffer. In the and you know, I, I made it a Twitter um, a Twitter uh, a tweet about this, and I my my asked my question was why, and my answer was because. Without a sense of I, there would be no I am hurt, I am, you know, lonely, I am depressed, this type of thing. And so there would be no suffering there, there would be no pain. Um, so, this question is a very important question. And, you know, I've, I've thought about this question a lot over the past two days especially. And it's something that I, I am not 100% sure how to deal with or how to answer properly. Because I don't think there's an answer to be had. Especially through thoughts or through the, through the mind. Um, but it is something to think about. And something to try and find for yourself. What All these things I'm talking about. Because... You'll start to realize that this sense of self that we think is ha we have isn't all that 
um, because we it, the mind tends, tends to have this implicit understanding that the sense of self is not debatable and it is uh, very stable and that you know there's no real doubt there's no real need to worry about or think about it type of thing but deeper down and implicitly the mind knows that it is unstable it is a problem because we because of the sense of self especially the identities attached to it we then you know have instability instability and stuff like this and so I suppose it would be better to say that intuitively we have this idea that, you know, this sense of self is not debatable, it's it's stable, it's not changing and stuff like this, but it doesn't mean it's necessarily true. So, anyways. This is the, the this David Speaks and I'll talk to you in the next episode.